What is up, y'all? Welcome back to the Fear Nothing and Have Lots of Fun podcast. Guys, what is just what's up? Um, I love filming this podcast, so I'm super, super excited to be here with you today. Y'all, just a little update. It's been so restful the past two weeks. Like, I came back to SMU after going to a really good friend's wedding, and I only had like two days of RA training, and now we're just straight, like literally the past two weeks, straight up chilling. I mean, it's been filled with lots of work, but lots of rest. Like I've been getting all the things for the wedding done that I just need to sit down and grind out, but it's definitely like fun stuff now, and I just have been getting to wake up to no alarm, and then just because I don't have school right now and I just get to kind of run my business and I like fun little excitement announcement thing is I filed as an LLC the other day so it's really getting going been delaying that for too long just been wedding planning working and figuring out more stuff for my business I mean I've been cooking a ton spending lots of time with Blake and some friends it's just been really gnarly so I just wanted to give that little update and I was supposed to start school as of today, but I mean, okay, low-key, I don't, I am kind of sad they didn't let us go to school today just because it's cold outside. Like, I get it. I get it. Some people have to walk, so I understand, but I was really looking forward to going to school. Anyways, anyways, tomorrow, first, last day of school. So really today, it's the last school night, last first school night ever which is just, I don't know, y'all, I'm so freaking excited. I'm in like the part of wedding planning that it's like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. So that's just a fun little update. But today, to get on topic now, we're talking about international travel and all the international travel I've done. Once again, I always, I always link back that, that little poll I did on the IG, um, probably about a little, like a month and a half ago at this point. It's been that long since I've started this podcast. Yeehaw. Um, and so many people wanted to know about international travel because I've had the best times traveling internationally and I've had some horror stories. Don't let that scare you because it's literally the best. So just to open it up, I love traveling. Um, I, I, when I grew up, like I didn't travel internationally that much. Like we didn't have that much money when I was growing up. So we didn't get to take those fun, like European travel vacations or cruises, like a lot of people get to do. But I just knew from a young age that like exploring the world is something that I really, really wanted to do. I'm kind of a history nerd. So there's a lot to that, that I, um, that made me extra curious about what goes on in the world and, Knew I wanted to find a way to do it. Um, So yeah, but my first trip wasn't until, goodness, I think it was 2019. So I was going to be a senior in college and my youth group was going to take a mission trip to Nicaragua. So I certainly jumped on that. And it, I like I did a fundraiser. My parents were certainly really, really worried because they, they're really worried anytime I travel internationally, which I get it because it's usually been like by myself and not with them. But I fundraised. I went with a church group and it was just so, so wonderful. I just got to see generosity, not by the people who like did the mission work, but by the the people who live in Nicaragua that um, just how generous they were with their resources 
that that just like really changed my life. We did Leon and we also did Managua. And so both of those experiences were just absolutely wonderful. Um, did lots and lots of hard work. But what, something I think was super cool is we also worked alongside just Nicaraguans. So it wasn't like these like white saviors coming in, but it was like, okay, hey, we're just working alongside you, but we're just, we're here to get to know you talk about Jesus and and work. And so it was just really, really awesome. And I still have so many connections with people there. It was just so lovely. And fun fact, this, which it's so funny too, because all of my international travel experiences have directly influenced my journey as an entrepreneur, starting my restaurant consulting business. So that is just something really, really interesting. Like, We're sitting in Leon on this beachside ice cream parlor, and I just remember seeing how beautiful it was and just the environment they created, and I just remember thinking, I gotta own a restaurant, or I gotta work with restaurants one day, and that is just a very, like, I literally, okay, y'all, this is kind of embarrassing, but I literally started tearing up in this restaurant. Like, you know when God just puts something on your heart, and it's, like, so overwhelming, like, it's so overwhelming, just that feeling of, okay, I feel like there's a plan for me. And anyways, just really got to experience that. And anyways, so I got to go to Nicaragua. My parents were a little bit worried, but it was just so fun getting to travel with that group. And we still all kind of keep in contact to some extent. And funny enough, one of the pastors that I went with, Manny Dominguez, shout out, um, he's actually doing Blake and I's wedding because he's just so incredible. We made such a connection there. And yeah, it just... Just And then he got to know Blake, and he's from New York, and Blake's from New Jersey, so they really hit it off, really gnarly. Anyway, so that was my first ever international experience, got my passport, rock and roll. The second trip I went on, and here's where the first uh, horror story happens, <laughs> was when I went to Spain. I knew I wanted to study abroad while I was here at SMU, and so I signed up for the Sevilla trip, which it's a, um internship as well as study trip so you take a class but you also work at an internship and that was just so so incredible so I did have to fundraise and that was really stressful um but hosted like a a fundraiser at actually one of the restaurants I consult now and that went super super well and yeah I was just ready to rock and roll but y'all so this was in 2020 one no 2022 yes summer of 2022 going into my junior year and this was like where it's covid stuff is still kind of prevalent it's all kind of sketchy like nobody really knows what's going on and so so I had to like get both of my shots or have all these exemptions and bring my COVID vaccination card and I apparently you had to have a booster that's what it was And I only just had like my COVID like shot, my two rounds of it. And apparently though, in order to go into Spain, you had to have a booster. And I was like, uh, I thought it was just the shot. So the day before I leave, I get a call from the Spanish embassy that says, hey dog, like your vaccines, we just went through your paperwork. It's not it's not up to date and so I start freaking out like I already checked into my flight already fundraised all this money y'all I was so freaking out and so we had to go I called the CDC I called the U.S. and the Spanish embassy once again and I'm like how do I freaking get into this country I can't like and this time like I couldn't 
you had to have like the the um, booster for like 14 days and so we had to like read all the fine print talk to a ton of people and they said okay if you can show a negative like pcr test within 12 hours before the plane takes off you can go and so i'm like okay and so we look around at like the different pharmacies and we found like a cvs where i can get it like two hours before my first plane takes off and i'm like awesome and so we get that of course it's negative and so i make my way to the airport all is well except it wasn't so i learned a big travel lesson here um i learned that if you're gonna book a flight book it all through the same like router the booking id don't book a ton of separate little flights just to make a certain flight because if something goes wrong then you miss them all and the final destination doesn't really care if you just decided to book one ticket so like basically the the specifics are i was going to go to new york from dallas dallas to new york then new york to Barcelona, then Barcelona to Sevilla, because that's what ended up being most affordable for me. Um, But the thing is, is when I get to DFW airport, the flight to New York, because of rain, first it got delayed, and then it got delayed more, and then it got delayed even more. But I was looking at my watch, I'm like, I'll still make my Barcelona flight. And sure enough, they cancel the entire thing. But everybody going up to the Northeast during this time, their flights got canceled as well. So there's this mob of people that's heading over to the like the, the customer service line. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like I'm literally not going to make my Barcelona flight. I'm not going to make my Sevilla flight. And I just wasted all of this money because at this time, like I'm a broke college kid, like, <laughs> and I didn't have the money just to book a new European flight. Like it just was not in the cards. Um, and so I like knew that panicking would not do me anything. I tried waiting in the lines and y'all here's where it gets kind of crazy is I literally like started like bribing people for their tickets or I was like, Hey, I will give you like $400 for your ticket, like name your price. And eventually it got hopeless. And I was like, can I at least get on the wait list for some? And so I was on customer service and eventually y'all, I just start crying. And something I learned is sometimes crying works because I met a couple of just super kind people. One of them was a pilot. One of them was just some rando who happened to be on the customer service line, who the customer service online line was like four hours long. But he was like, hey, I'll let you talk to this agent I'm on the phone with. And so they get me on a like on the wait list because that's the thing, all flights going up north there is a huge, huge wait list. So I just need to get somewhere on the northeastern seaboard <laughs> so I can Uber to the LaGuardia airport so that I can get on my Barcelona flight. And I, I just, you know, y'all, I scheduled in lots of wiggle room time, but at this time, it, it was it was crunch time. And I, there was just no way I was going to get on it. Anyways, and so I literally, okay, y'all, this is where it gets like, where it's totally like only God. So I get, they, they're going to send me up to the exact airport that I need to go to but so they so they were going to send me to LaGuardia on this other flight but I was on the standby list and I was number 22nd in line for standby and sure enough everybody's boarding the plane and I'm just like freaking out I'm like y'all I'm I was sweating so bad it was crazy so I'm in the standby line for this flight to New York City and I'm number 22 and they say okay we have three spots 
And I just, y'all, I think my, my face probably dropped. And I was like, y'all, please, is there anything I can do? So I'm like kind of, har- not harassing, that's a bad word. Um, I was just like standing by the flight attendant desk or whatever. And I was just like, I'm going to find a way on this plane. I'm like, please, you don't understand. And okay, y'all, here's where God, oh my gosh, it's so crazy. So there's three seats. And the first, like the first people they call is this family of four from I think they were from Ecuador yeah they were from Ecuador and they're I don't know why they're trying to go to New York City I just know they're trying to get back home to Ecuador and they've been at the airport for two weeks and they're like trying to just get home but apparently they needed to go to New York City to do that it just was so crazy but here's the thing it's a family of four with two young kids and there's only three spots left and they couldn't they they could not speak English and neither could the flight attendants and so I, so I speak Spanish also, and I was able to translate for them and basically explain to them that the flight tents are offering that they can either split up where two of them go to New York and two of them stay here and try to get on standby for another flight, or they're going to have to choose three people. And so they were talking and they end up deciding that the four of them are going to stay together. And so other people on the standby list. And at this point, y'all, I'm literally 28 on the standby list. Like it just keeps going down for some reason. But I was like freaking out. But once again, um, I'm like standing by the flight attendant desk. So y'all, I, oh my gosh, I kid you not. I kid you not. They call the first two people on standby and then they start talking with each other. And instead of calling my number, like they were calling for the first two people, they say, okay, Miss Laura, you can get on the plane. And I was like, no way. So literally I went from number like 28 on the standby list to number three because just because of like, I mean, obviously God, cause I was just praying the entire time, but like just being able to know Spanish and just helping out like that was just so freaking incredible. So y'all, <laughs> so I get to, so I get on that freaking plane and I'm like, there is no way that I am on this plane right now. Like, like literally I had to fight with all of DFW airport that was trying to get on the eastern seaboard to freaking get a spot up north it was just so freaking crazy so i owe it all to the kind people who let me talk to customer service the pilot mr pete oh man that's my goal in life to find him one day who just like helped comforted me and said hey i'm gonna help you figure this out and then just the flight attendants that family i mean and even they were like advocating for me they're like let her on the plane she helped us and i was like guys, I'm going to (laughs) cry. And so, which I already was crying a lot that day, but it did work. Um, (laughs) and so I'm just like sitting there on that plane and I'm like, how am I freaking here right now? So I have to sprint for all throughout like the LaGuardia airport. I'm like, where's the international flights? Because I mine leaves in like 45 minutes. And it's, it's important to mention during this time that I lost my luggage. Um, because I like went from being booked for this one flight to sprinting around DFW airport, not knowing where I'm going to end up getting some random standby ticket and DFW airport ends up losing my luggage and sending it all over the nation before they, it just long story, but either way, finally did get my luggage just saying. So I make it to the international station and they're like, Caroline, your plane's about to take off. I'm like, how do you know my name? (laughs) And so they get me on the plane. I'm just, I have like my carry on. It's just, it's so wild, y'all. Let's just say I eventually make it to Sevilla with five minutes to spare before our very first meeting. Guys, it was just so freaking crazy. Like 
my parents, like, no wonder they don't like when I travel. It's because they were like, there's no way she's okay right now. So, I mean, I'm just showing everybody my negative PCR test, and I'm just, I'm like, no way I'm here right now. This is absolutely bonkers. But yeah, all that to say, Spain, it was like the best, literally best time of my life. I just made some incredible friends. One of them is like my bridesmaid, one of my bridesmaids, and she's just like, I mean, she's my homie. Maddie Not shout out. Um, just... And y'all, and once again, here's the next part of my entrepreneur journey is I just felt, so during my internship, I did a, um, a restaurant consulting internship for a local vegan restaurant in Spain. And I don't know if you know anything about Spanish cuisine, but the diet is like meat and cheese, um, or the Mediterranean diet. So there's lots of seafood. So veganism, not really the move there, but yet there was this baker who also had a little eatery, um, who I was tasked to work with and, it just was so awesome, and I just loved working at my computer, seeing all the patrons of the restaurant come in, talking to them, hearing their feedback, and just seeing how the business operated, and I felt peace from the Lord, y'all. Like, I felt God say, like, this is where I want you in this field, and that was just so incredible, um, and I just loved it so much, so we went all over Spain, um, and my favorite part, one of them definitely was staying at a little hostel in Barcelona on my way back. That was just really gnarly. Um, I love, sometimes I love a little solo travel and it was just really, really fun. But while I was in Spain, we also went to the Strait of Gibraltar, did the rock thing, saw the monkeys. That was really epic. And I also went to Morocco, which was so cool. I can say I've been to Africa now. Um, it just, those two experiences, those are two other little little countries, I guess you could say, that I went to internationally. But yes, did make it back to the United States all in one piece. My luggage was eventually sent to me. And y'all, I just really had the best time in Spain. Like, it just taught me so, so much of, okay, trusting in God. Like, he's going to take care of you and he's going to provide. But just what I wanted to do for a career was made very evident um, there. And I don't know, y'all. It just was... It was the best time. I even got to see my one of my besties, Aaron Harper, shout out. Um, while I was there, we went to Marbella together, which was just so, so fun. Next trip, Paris, France. Now, Blake and I shared our story with you. Um, but yeah, the spring break trip that was this about this time last year was beginning to form. I finagled my way into this class, even though I was not in the university honors program. It was like, hey, I was in an honor society and during the COVID year, you know, really missed out on some experiences. And I would love to make it into the honor section of this class that takes an all expenses paid trip to Paris, France. Sure enough, thank you, Lord. I end up getting in. <laughs> all it takes is a well-worded email. Um, and that that is really all it took. And Blake and I were out flying to Paris where he proposes and it was just so, so wonderful. I have so much nostalgia and it was just so wonderful. Then this summer, um, I got to be the RA in the U- US, <laughs> the SMU abroad London trip. Um, and that was super gnarly. So I got to spend about five, six weeks in London. And while I was there during my weekends, I went to Scotland, which by far was the prettiest place I've ever been. Belgium, the Netherlands, Germany by accident, because, you know, 
of course, there's going to be some rain delays that reroutes you to a different country. And, but that was fun. I got a really good pretzel. And I also went to Prague, so, which is in the Czech Republic. So that, those were all just super, super fun experiences. And even though they were just fun little weekend trips, I feel like I got to just really know the city a little bit and try some really good food, obviously. And especially once you're in one European country, it's not that expensive to travel to others. So that was just definitely a super big blessing. Um, And I just love to travel. I love to explore. Like, y'all should mention this in my ideal Saturday, but I could just walk around a historic city all day long, try the food, meet the people. And it just is, I just love, I love learning in that way, that experimental um, learning. So my favorite trip that I probably took out of all these that I just mentioned, y'all, it was probably Spain. Like, I think that just having so much hardship getting there and then being there and just like feeling so grateful for that like experience and just, it's just the weather was wonderful. I just, I met my best, one of my besties, Maddie Knott. And, um, but of course, Paris, France, you know, getting getting engaged there that that was pretty awesome too (laughs) so I'm just gonna say top two right there um traveling is just oh my gosh there is that's where I will spend all of my money and I'm just really grateful too for my university for just providing some of these opportunities I mean between the financial aid I got from SMU for Spain but still needed to fundraise um but then having this job that I got to do in London all expenses paid for Paris I mean wow, I'm just very, 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 very grateful and just cannot wait to travel more in the future. While I don't have SMU to help me out with that, it's definitely, it's definitely a little section of the budget that (laughs) Blake and I are going to have. But yeah, this summer we're going to Mexico for our honeymoon. And even though Mexico is super, super close, I still have not been. And so we're heading to Playa del Carmen for our honeymoon. So that'll be a fun little 2024 thing. Another future trip that we are in the slow works of planning is Blake and I are going to try to go to Japan in 2025 because the World Fair is going there. So we're starting to save for that after we get married. Um, And that would just be really, really gnarly. But maybe this is a 2026 trip that I really want to plan. But if I could just pack up everything and go somewhere right now, all expenses paid, I would go to Australia. I just want to be at that land down under and I'm not gonna lie, I just really want to see a kangaroo, so that, that's pretty much it, um, for, and I just think I want to see the Sydney Opera House, I want to see the Great Barrier Reef, Nemo, like, you know what I'm saying, so that is all I really have to say about international travel, I love it, it was just so fun, I've made some really, really incredible friends throughout these experiences, and I feel like God really just has shown me, like, it really matters who you're there with, like God's always going to be with you and the locations are always going to be super incredible, but who you go with really, really matters. And when I'm there with the people I love, that's what makes the best trip. And I also love a little solo travel as well. There's nothing like just exploring on your own. I cannot wait to travel more in the future. And y'all there's between the luggage horror story, which that's a, that's a topic for another time. Or should I just, you know, maybe I should share it right now. I'm going to share it real quick. Um, So my luggage that got lost in Spain. So American Airlines and Iberia Airlines, which is the the airline I took to go um, to Spain from New York, there was a little miscommunication between them once they finally got my routing information. And they both just kind of said, 
it's not our problem and they ended up just dumping it somewhere in DFW airport which we had to make a ton of phone calls because it had my my medicine in there another big lesson don't put your medicine in your checked bag um so we sent the we we found the luggage and the lost and found and my parents sent it up to New York to be um transferred to um to Spain but then once they got to New York they lost it again Blake so Blake was back up in New Jersey New York during this time while I was abroad and he actually went to the airport one day happened to be super close and found it for me and he got to we sent him some money and he sent it over using what's that service called that sends things internationally it's basically like FedEx but they shipped it out and eventually I got it it was such a glorious day and I was keeping the Instagram post updated about that um (laughs) it was just so crazy and yeah so that's now all I really have to say about international travel for me it's worth the hassle it really really is and I'm super glad that there's no more COVID restrictions because that really sucked (laughs) y'all stay fresh stay happy Happy first week of school if you're in that season of life. I'm super pumped for just everything coming up. And I can't wait to talk to you next week on the Fear Nothing and have lots of fun podcasts.